Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. DA on CBS Sports Radio. DA, how you feeling, bro? Oh, we are feeling good. I'm doing great. I got one question, one question only. How you doing? Well, I feel good, and I'm doing well. Here we are. It's the final hour. It's a Friday, a summer Friday. Andrew Bogish, Pete Bellotti, Pat Boyle, cast of thousands, as always, on a Friday morning here on CBS Sports Radio. We had an NFL game kind of last night. More preseason action a week from now. College camps are open have just opened or going to open soon. We've got real college football games this month here in August. So our preview continues with a brand new edition, The Sounds of Saturday. The DA Show counts down the days until the electricity of college football season returns with the game's greatest voices. It is tipped up. And Lewis got it on the Lewis is going to score. Lewis is going to score. Lewis is going to score. Touchdown, Auburn. Touchdown, Auburn. Got a block for Brown. 50, 10, 5. Touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. Dogs win it. We're headed to Atlanta. Touchdown, Boston College. He did it. He did it. Cody did it. All the the Bears have won! Oh my God! The most amazing, sensational, dramatic, heart-rending, exciting, thrilling finish in the history of college football. It's the sounds of Saturday every morning on CBS Sports Radio. Stabby will hand it to Gordon over the right side. Has space. 35-40. Gordon to the 50. Outside the numbers to the 40. He's to the 30. 20. 10. 5. Touchdown, Wisconsin. Melvin Gordon. 70 yards, and it's 16 to nothing, Wisconsin. The Wisconsin Badgers coming off a seven-win season. They've got a brand-new head coach in Luke Fickle. Melvin Gordon's been gone long enough, though he's already one of those running backs not getting paid by NFL teams. Uh, sounds of Saturday this uh, on this Friday includes the longtime voice of Badger football and men's basketball. It's the one and only Matt LaPay. Matt, it's Andrew in New York. Thanks so much for being with us today. How are you? Good, Andrew. Good to be on with you. Well, Matt, I don't, I don't want to date you right out of the shoot, but I didn't realize just how long you've been the voice of Badgers football. That's since '94. Men's basketball is '88, huh? Yeah, I'm old. Uh, yeah, I started <laughs> when I was 12, so that, that helps a little bit. But yeah, it was, it's been weird. I, I've had the the, the uh, fortune of great timing because football was kind of at the the last few years of really struggling a couple years later, Barry Alvarez was hired. Things changed dramatically with this football program. And then basketball, um, they, they'd had this long NCAA tournament drought. And then they finally broke through in 94 
and now they've had three Final Four trips, a number of Big Ten championships. So uh, I've just I've been really lucky to to get here at a time when those programs started to grow. And and I will say this: I'm a play-by-play guy at heart. Um, and I you know I think within our little community, so to speak, there's kind of two goals in a way like some guys want to be Joe Buck and be calling the Super Bowl I've always thought that the pinnacle is being the voice of a team the voice of a program so huge congratulations to you for being the voice of Wisconsin I mean the fact that people will hear your voice when they think of their favorite football and basketball moments to me that's a that's a true honor I'm very jealous (laughs) <laughs> well, I, I appreciate that. Uh, sorry you're jealous, but um, <laughs> yes, I, I think if you're looking at this strictly from a business perspective, you want to get into television and be Joe Buck or, uh, you know, this is CBS, Brad Nestler, a guy I've known for a, a long time uh, through the years of when he was covering the Big Ten and now coming back, it looks like, to the Big Ten. Uh, that's that's the business component, and, and certainly it's a video world. Um, but there's still something about being connected with a team because you get with a school because you, you do so many other things outside of game broadcast too. It's a, a lot of functions, UMC, you get to do a lot of things in the community. So it's, uh, it, it's been, uh, it's been a lot of fun. Again, again, I've just been, I don't know, I don't know if it has to do with a skill set. It's more of luck and really good timing. I think the skills are mixed in pretty well there, man. That's for sure. Uh, now I believe you're also an Ohio state product. So as you're applying to work at Wisconsin, what kind of like loyalty test do you go through to put away your Buckeye side and become a Badger? Well, I've been here so long now that, uh, my, my Buckeye ties, uh, are, are very few, from who actually are at the university down there now. Um, my one of my best friends is the voice of the Buckeyes, Paul Keels. Uh, but yeah, the first couple of years it was it was a little bit awkward. But I think, as you know, when you get into this line of work, if it's play by play or or whatever you know the the platform that we have in, in sports media, it really becomes about relationships you build with the with the school or in pro ball the organization you're around. I found myself rooting for for people, you know, as much or if not more than, than teams. So uh, we, I did kind of – I've joked with some people here, though, when Wisconsin hired Luke Fickle, uh, we had the introductory deal, and I'm on stage with him and the athletics director, Chris McIntosh, who was a great offensive lineman for the Badgers. But then there was a video clip from Kirk Herbstreet, uh, who knows Fickle, obviously. And so I was joking with people. I said, guess how many Ohio State grads were part of a Wisconsin football <laughs> announcement? I kind of have to whisper that around here in yeah. Wisconsin. But uh, some people, they, they do get a chuckle out of it. So as a, as a Big Ten lifer, so to speak, from Ohio State to Wisconsin, and as, as a football fan, what are your thoughts of this new wave of expansion in Oregon and Washington and all that kind of stuff? Yeah, it's uh, on the one hand, I, I, you have to adapt, adjust, embrace, right? Because that's where that appears to be where we're going. Certainly with USC and UCLA next year, and then it seems like there's some you know momentum here with uh, with Oregon and Washington. There's a part of me because I'm in that older crowd. I, I, I miss the days where the sport was a little bit more regional. I mean, I, I love pro football. I love college football. My fear is we're trying to make college football look more and more like pro football. You know, with uh, I, I grew up, the great thing and being in the Big Ten is seeing your team win the league and go to the Rose Bowl. And if you win the Rose Bowl, that's an unbelievable season. This is the 30th year uh, anniversary of Wisconsin winning in the Rose Bowl for the first time. But now I think we've. I guess we've just gone in the direction that isn't quite good enough. It's yeah. about getting into the playoffs, 
particularly next year when it expands from four to 12 teams. I mean, Penn State's the Rose Bowl champion. I don't know how many people know that outside of the fan base of Penn State because it wasn't part of the playoff, the 14 playoff last year. And so it's, I mean, it's where we're going and we'll adjust. It'll be fine. But I just, I, I, I'm a little bit sad that it just it appears as though we're losing the, the regional aspect of, of college football. And that, to me, that's part of what gave it its charm for so long. Matt, you just mentioned the college football playoff. Uh, I read yesterday that the Badgers have the best winning percentage of any program that's yet to appear in the CFP. So there's wins, but I guess there's not enough wins. Now there's a new head coach. What's the overall kind of temperature of the fan base right now? There is an excitement around here that I haven't really noticed. That I haven't noticed in a long time. Uh, you know, some other folks who haven't been around as long will say it's the most ever. I don't know about that, but it's the most in a in, in a long time. Uh, because of the newness, because of Luke Fickle, and knowing what he did at Cincinnati, uh, getting that program into the college football playoff, there's a philosophical shift offensively. His offensive coordinator is Phil Longo, who has that air raid connection, although he has, in recent years, he's had several or a few, at least, thousand-yard rushers, so it's not like they're going to abandon the run, which is what most people think of when you think of Wisconsin on offense, but... Uh, but they have, and the good thing about it, though, is that he's not inheriting a dumpster fire. Because you had mentioned Wisconsin has had excellent records, and for the most part, over the last, you know, from like 2010 to, uh, or particularly 2012 to 2020, it was an Ohio State problem. I mean, Wisconsin was winning a ton of games and got to the Big Ten championship game, and Ohio State knocked them off on three different occasions. Uh, a couple of the games were very competitive. One was a blowout. Uh, but it was an Ohio State problem in this league. It was winning it all the time, and now it's a Michigan problem too. So they, I mean, the, the, that decade was a really, really good decade for Wisconsin. The problem was when Urban Meyer took over at Ohio State, the Buckeyes just lapped the field. It wasn't just Wisconsin that couldn't beat them. Nobody in the Big Ten could beat them. I've also read this week that one of the new Luke Fickle dynamics is, um, and here in New York, we all still laugh at the Tom Coughlin, you know, five minutes early is late. Is it 15 minutes early is late for Luke Fickle? Is he that much of a clock stickler? Yeah, most coaches are. I mean, it just seems to be that way. I mean, if you're, if you're on time, you're late. And he's, uh, he, he, does, he brings in an energy that, that you know, I don't think that's unique necessarily. But what's happened is social, with social media, They've done a great job of letting the fan in a little bit. If it's the you know the, the summer workout uh, video clips that they show and uh, everything that they do is about is about competition. Uh, Fickle was a uh, was a great wrestler. He loves that sport. He was an undefeated wrestler in high school. He was an Ironman football player at Ohio State with with fifty consecutive games played and all of that. So. Uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, to your question, yeah, that seems to be the case. If you're five minutes early, you're really ten minutes late. <laughs> there have been a ton of coaches through the years, I think, who have fit that category. Yeah, and I also think too that like that stuff only plays if you're actually having success on the field. It gets old quickly, and and Luke seems to be a pretty good head coach, so I don't think you're going to have that problem with the Badgers. Yeah, he, he does. The player, it, it's been fascinating to watch because, I, I mean, I, I've developed, I mean, I'm, I'm close with, with the former head coach here, Paul Christ, and uh, I have Jim Leonard, too. I, I have the utmost respect for those guys, uh, having covered them as players here 
and being around them as coaches, but more importantly than a broadcaster's relationship, the players were very stung by what happened. They really liked and re- they they like and respect Paul Christ. They like and respect Jim Leonard. But when the coaching change occurred, you didn't see necessarily that max exodus of players that you know in the era of the transfer portal. There wasn't a ton of it. I think Fickle did a great job of just getting to know these players during the bull practices. He was down there on the field every day, really observing, keeping his hands off, letting Jim Leonard and, and that staff finish the season. But he was able to get to know these guys, and it seems as though they have built a, tr- built a trust. But as Fickle said, you know, they haven't really gone through <laughs> at real adversity yet right. in the football season, and those are the ultimate tests. But um, you know, the term players coach gets probably overused, but uh, I think you, you talked to the folks at Cincinnati when he was there with the Bearcats and at Ohio State as an interim in 2011, but certainly on, on the coaching staff there. Uh, the, the reviews on him and the people I talk to in Ohio, they just rave about the guy. And I think the players have, have gotten a real sense of that over these last eight months. That's the voice of Matt LePay, the voice of Wisconsin football, joining us here's Sounds of Saturday on CBS Sports Radio. Um, you just mentioned not a big loss to the transfer portal, but some big names have come into the program through the portal. Who are some of those names that are going to be big-time contributors for the Badgers this fall? Well, it starts with uh, Tanner Mordecai, the quarterback who uh, has come over from SMU. He put up prolific numbers for the Mustangs, 72 touchdown passes over the last two years. Um, and, you know, he was thinking of entering the NFL draft after last season. He's been very open uh, in talking to, to all of us who have interviewed him. Uh, that The feedback he got from the NFL folks was pretty sobering. And he needs to needs to show that he could do this on on a big on a bigger stage. So uh, very talented, very mature. This will be his final collegiate year. A couple of other transfers: Braden Locke from Mississippi State, Nick Evers out of Oklahoma. I don't know if I've seen this much raw talent at quarterback at Wisconsin. They've had some really good ones. Obviously, Russell Wilson still playing in the league. They've had other guys who have played in in the NFL, but the depth of it, raw talent. I, I haven't seen this much. And I would say the same about the, the, the receivers. Um, they've had real good ones here for a run-based program for the last 30 years. They've had guys who've gone on to the NFL and have had some success uh, and a fair amount of it. But the depth of this, I think they can rotate a number of guys in, and it's not just you see uh, receiver a, a and B out there. It's like, oh, they're going to run here, right? No, they've got guys who can threats in the passing game. So, uh, the portal was mostly on the offensive side. There were defensive players as well, but they really wanted to ramp up the you know the, the skill positions, and they believe they've done that. And it's going to look different on offense, but not completely different, right? Yeah, they want to play more up tempo. They uh, they're not going to use a fullback, which is that's jarring, I think, for a lot of Wisconsin fans. <laughs> the old fullback dive looks like that is that has come to an end. Uh, but the the fascinating thing about Longo, though, because he he was a, a major uh, uh, you know Mike Leach guy, you know that he was very hurt that as many were at, at Leach's passing, uh, you know this past winter, um, and he's had quarterbacks who have thrown the ball all over the lot. He has had mobile quarterbacks. He's been able to use that. 
to his advantage. He's had pocket passers, and he's had, you know, North Carolina, he had a year with a couple of thousand-yard rushers. So uh, when you have someone like Braylon Allen and, and, and Chez Malusi, that one-two punch, you want to make sure they, they get the ball. What they want to do with Allen, what they hope to be able to do, is when they run it, there's a little less traffic in the box. He was running in a, you know, those eight- and nine-man boxes. Only the service academies saw that more than Wisconsin uh, last year. But they want to do everything they can to keep Braylon as fresh as possible when you hit the stretch drive in, in November. He's been pretty beat up the last couple of years in those final few games of the season. So uh, as Fickle has mentioned, if, if they could get him you know, 18-ish carries a game, maybe get the ball to him out of the backfield in the passing game where he has some space, uh, that that is a that is a goal. But to be able to do that, you've got to be able to to prove you can hurt people, uh, you know, on on the outside. And like I said, with some really good receivers and and a veteran quarterback like Mordecai, there's reason to believe they can do that. Matt, this was fun. We're big fans of yours here. Can't wait to play your highlights uh, on the show when we get to the the actual season. So thanks for making time this morning. We appreciate it. And hopefully, we can talk to you again down the road. All right, sounds good. My pleasure. Have a good one. You too. That's Matt LePay, the voice of Wisconsin football, men's basketball. It's Sounds of Saturday, our daily preview of the new college football season. We are slowly inching towards real games. As we've said, there are real ones here in this month. All of a sudden, it's August. All of a sudden, football is here. I'm trying to find the email Boyle sent me yesterday to give you some of the names who are confirmed for next week, and I already can't find it. Who do we have locked in for next week, Tim? For next week? Yeah. For the sounds of Saturday? Yeah. We've got Mark Daniels from UCF. Okay. Um, I am got some emails late last night that I have to respond to as soon as the show ends, but it appears we will have Toby Rowland from Oklahoma okay. on. Okay. Uh, it also appears we will have Tony Castricone from Washington. Okay. While they're still in the Pac-12. Yes, I believe that is uh, that was supposed to be for next week. So it looks like those three are confirmed. Love it. And again, thanks to Matt LePay for joining us here this morning. Thanks as well to Steelers wide receiver Deontay Johnson. He was on the show last hour. If you missed any of those, um, head to CBSSportsRadio.com. All the places you find your podcast to find either the full show replays uh, or those inter- inter- individual chats are all there as well. Already this morning, we have discussed... Because why wouldn't we professional female butt slapping? That's not the only ridiculous sporting event that's floating around right now. We introduce you to the enhanced games after this on the DA Show. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. 
Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Excuse me. Of what we're doing. In that moment. Sorry about that. Excuse me. It's DA on CBS Sports Radio. We're almost done on a Friday morning. Bogish, Bloody, Boyle, Emmanuel's here as well. Uh, Some house cleaning. Some breaking news from the NFL. I no longer know what Emmanuel is going to say when his mic's on, so I'll mention it here. He'll have more <laughs> details momentarily. Uh, but Cam Jordan and the Saints have reportedly agreed to two-year, $27.5 million extension. I'll be honest, I've only read that sentence. I don't know what that does for their cap. I didn't know 10 minutes ago that they needed to sign him to a new deal, so my bad being slow on the Saints beat. I'm assuming Emmanuel will have those tidbits here for you in a second. Uh, Carlos with a credit card. I left the studio, and he said that he liked my shirt so much that he went and bought his own. So does that make oh. me an, does that make me an influencer? Yes, it does. Call should, us without a minute. Should the Bismarck <laughs> Larks be thankful for me? Yes. Well, they're you know what that makes you, Bogues. Not a Zoomer. No, do you know what that makes you? Alpha. There you go. Oh, You're an alpha. You got people. Co- I'm. I want to copy your shirt choices. That would make me a beta. Now I get it, Boyle. This feels good. See? Come on, man. You don't give yourself enough credit. You're I gotta handsome. Tr- I got to try this more often. You called yourself, you you alluded or hinted that you're not in shape on the PGP. I'm not in the shape I want to be. And I and much frust- well, who is? Who's in the shape True. they want to be? So what's frustrating for me is that I, I got myself in the best shape in a while. And then I've gone in the wrong direction since. So, like, I've tasted what it could be like. So you, you know what it takes to get there? You can get there. Yeah. We'll Come see. on, man. You're hosting DA show. You're hosting writer when he's out. You're I doing play-by-play for a big-time big time up-and-coming program. How about that? Men's basketball. is almost time. Am your I taking a practice next better realize what she's got. She does. She's very thankful. Very grateful. You sure? I think so. You want me to have a talk to her? No, no, no. You're good. You're doing the 1 o'clock uh, update in uh, certain markets? Who's that? Yeah, not for a while, but uh, some days I am there at 1 p.m. Yes. In a major market. Major market. Even though they're doing their best to crumble the station with their personnel choices. Uh-huh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh-huh. uh One last note. Um, I'd slow down your DMs to Boyle, male or female, offering to be slapped or get slapped no, or no, do spanked, the slapping. Spanked. 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 That makes it sound bad. Please clarify. He can only answer so many messages. So just space them out. There'll be an application process. I'm not sure if Pete's going to do those interviews. No, I'm not. But we'll figure you it out. You don't want to take over those interviews? <laughs> no. Nope. Come on. I just talked to 40 people. I'm not talking to that. Yeah, but that's else. about for, that's a, you know, this is. <laughs> that's know. for boring stuff. Exactly. This is for butt slap. Yeah, there's a lot of horny women on, on the, uh, in this, interacting with this show today, Bugs. Marie could, in Denver on the, on the Twitch chat. Right. Told, said straight up, Pat can spank me. 
Uh, when we were talking about the butt spanking professional league. Yeah. Uh, Roxy in San Diego, sorry to out you here, Roxy, has DM'd me asking, where can I sign up for this? <laughs> and I've gotten more than one male who has said that I'm wrong for not believing in this league, that they are absolutely on team pro butt spanking. So God, not that they want to spank you or me, but they think that you're right and I'm wrong in whether there should be a thing or not. That's, well, I mean, it absolutely should be. Yeah. Who is judging that at the station? Oh, there are too many people here who would sign up to, to judge it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's too many people. We'd right. be in the minority by leaving. <laughs> That's true. You, you guys would be. Yeah. I mean, you're in the in the male demographic, 25 to 54, sports radio demographic. You would definitely be in the very small minority. Yeah. Schwartz? No, uh, no Schwartz, Schwartz would be all in. He'd want to be, but he'd think it'd be bad for the Schwartz brand. <laughs> Whatever that is. Right. <laughs> Although... Schwartz is himself. He doesn't know what's good and bad for the Schwartz brand. No, but you know what Schwartz actually would do? He would do play-by-play of it. <laughs> he wouldn't enjoy it he as would. a fan. He, he would want to work it. It's a job. He'd want to host it. Mm-hmm. He'd want to be that guy going ooh-la-la on the next, the next video. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, him standing there with the Jets shirt on <laughs> and the jeans. Hi, shorts. I'm Peter Schwartz, joined by Joe Klecko. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Joe. <laughs> I don't know if you guys saw this, but the Schwartz family is also in Canton, Ohio. Yeah, for what? <laughs> for Darrell Revis and I Joe Klecko. I know, I know. My point is, for what? So now, Watch on TV. Now we need a detective milkshake on this because. I think most of you guys know, listening, but every enshrinee throws a significant party in Canton this weekend. He's absolutely going to try to get in that party. He's well, not so getting in that party. He, he is there to get into the Joe Klecko oh, you know Hall what? of Fame party. He, he might get into that. He might. It's on the table. Because, again, this but, is why Schwartz wins. He'll ask. But does the whole family get into that? That's the next question. That's my follow-up. If somebody goes... Yes, but I can only get one or two people in. How does Schwartz pick between his sons? And would he go if he was just a solo? If somebody said, I can get you in but nobody else, would he go by himself to the Joe Klecko party? Absolutely. Leaving his family in the Canton Hotel. He would actually go by himself, and the family would go do something else. Uh, and But he, I, I could see him not going with just one of the kids, making that choice. That, that, that would kind of—if it was me— I would go by myself rather than take Not one of pick. my kids. Correct. So you think that he he's like packed a suit for this trip in case he gets invited last minute into the Klecko party. There's enough people he probably knows there where you probably do need to pack a suit. Right? Yeah, I would think so. Even if it's not that party, it may be another gathering. So everyone's on alert here, us and the listeners, to keep an eye on the Schwartz social media channels to see what he talks himself into this weekend in Canton. Oh. It's going to be a whole lot of food. I, and and <laughs> just, just as a side note, I, I get being a fan and everything. I just can't imagine driving hours, eight hours to Ohio, six, at least six, to go see one of the former football players that, my, that my, t- played for my team get inducted into the Hall of Fame just to, like, cheer them on. Yeah. The, I mean, the only good thing about the Football Hall of Fame is they do it at night. So it it's not terrible weather wise to sit in Cooperstown in the sun at like noon on a Sunday 
in July, you've got no chance. They got to change that. You got no chance. I and nobody loved Gary Carter more than me. Never crossed my mind to go watch that. Eduardo Alfonso gets in one day. I'm not going. You can watch it on TV. Yeah. What are you driving there for? I'm with you. And it like it's not like it's San Diego or Miami. Uh, it's Canton, Ohio. Yeah. No folks. No no offense to the folks in Canton. What are you good for? Now, if you're a baseball fan, I would tell you to go to Cooperstown tomorrow as soon as possible to go to the Hall of Fame and go to the town. Yes. You don't. And I've been there for induction weekend, and that is beyond description if you're a baseball fan because there's just Hall of Famers walking around. It's this weird, it really is like a weird baseball heaven. Like, it's this tiny town, all old school. A young Jody walked around places there in the, the five and dime and whatever. The town. And the soda shop. <laughs> you built the town. But... You've got all these little mom and pop shops and memorabilia places and the Hall of Fame. It's all in one street. And then you just look around and there's all of these Hall of Famers. It's just, it's mind blowing. So the weekend is great, but that ceremony is a tough sell individually. They, they need to figure out a way to find some funding to have a indoor facility or do it at a time where it's not so hot. Yeah. Uh, I got to get to this because it connects again to the professional butt slapping. And I guess it's it's take two of things I'm against today, Andrew versus. I'm also Sports. I'm also against the enhanced games. Now, these are debuting next December. December of 2024 is going to be a handful of Olympic-like events with athletes who are facing no rules. There's no drug testing. Away you go. Now, my... <laughs> Now, their defense is, is that PEDs are a form of, like, health care and that this is the forefront of anti-aging. And this is, if done properly, it makes all our lives better. You know, they want 40, 50, 60-year-old people breaking Olympic records. If you're one of these athletes, you're going to get paid a salary, which you do not get into an Olympian. You're going to get bonuses for breaking world records. But all I can think of is men and women who are maxed out on muscles just exploding while they're flipping tires down a street in like Helsinki. I don't need I don't need this. I wanna call this. <laughs> oh, <and laughs> Kevin just exploded. <laughs> He's just walking down the block. <laughs> His bicep just popped. He threw a tire into another town. <laughs> <laughs> you had some mad dog Russo in that. That was, I know. The bicep just exploded. <laughs> that would be great. We should do that on this network. We should have the enhanced case. There you go. <laughs> we would. We give should Pete, call it. Give Pete the producer job. Just I came would, up with a segment. I would love it. That is, that, you got to handle it like a comedy. That <laughs> which, which they're not. I guess so that's the sad part. Like, while I don't want people, like, just overridden by drugs... That's the only way this would work. I don't want, like, actual competition with people who are, like, correctly taking HGH. <laughs> I need you on the brink of implosion because you have so many muscles. <laughs> the recharging station. <laughs> like, people, like, there should be the accidental destruction. Like, you should, like you said, you should, like, lift a tire and by accident it does 8,000 somersaults into a building because you're so damn strong. Up next, mountain lifting. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! I mean, you've got you've got roughly you know sixteen months to prep. So start 
shooting up, drinking this, rubbing the cream should, on there. They should play baseball, too. They should play <laughs> the fen- <laughs> 700 for right. home runs. I'm listening, Pete. You're slowly drawing me back into this. That'd be great. Everyone, whoever, Jose Canseco could be a part of it. I what, mean, that'd be great. What if we mixed the two? What if we mixed PEDs and professional ass slapping? And all of a sudden, you've got Butt the best slapping. of both worlds. Hold on. You're going to hurt somebody. You're <laughs> not hurt if, these poor women. Not, not if they're juicing up the receiving end. Have a, have a joint event. So juiced up butt? Yeah. <laughs> Strengthen the backside to take a, a slap from a stronger arm. I mean, I think those exist already. Really? They're called Brazilian butt lifts. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Ass what? shots. <laughs> Who? Fake butts. He's like, you have fake boobs, fake butts. Okay. So, but yes, I... Like to the max, though. Well, and I think like, <laughs> pump them with air, and yeah. then somebody with just death grip forearm just whap. Yeah, I don't want the butt cheek to pop. So, like, I'm just trying to build up muscle back there to absorb the hit. Okay, that's my thought. But we can workshop. We've got time. They're looking for events, looking for athletes. We can make our pitch in due time. Great. <laughs> <laughs> See, you're too close-minded. See, me and Pete open you up a little bit. You now have. you're ready to do anything. Yeah, you guys are right. I'm such a beta here, and I'm not thinking as the, the and thankfully the two of you, including Pete, as alphas, have the best ideas, the, the, and I'm following. The enhanced games would have a, a competition where you move things out of a house, and, but you have to lift everything at once. <laughs> Throw it in the truck. <laughs> Who can lift it faster? <laughs> this is great. I love it. I love it. I, the enhanced games are excellent. <laughs> Who can knock over Schwartz? <laughs> uh, there is still time to respond to the Target Demo Friday meme, which is uh, old-timey baseball. Me, Pete, Boyle, D.A., and Peter Schwartz. Ah, see? With uh, a young Jody Mack umpiring our game in 1908. <laughs> Find it at CBS Sports Radio at Andrew Bogish. Tell us uh, how you're listening, where you're listening, and where we should take Jody next. Here's Abraham Lincoln <laughs> walking around saying hello. <laughs> I still uh, love him in that umpire as the umpire. I, I, it's so good that it's not even noticeable because it just fits. He looks. That's how an umpire looked at that time. 100. No, percent No gear, just a hat. And I'm still, black. I still think that hat could be Jody's, not the umpire's. <laughs> it probably is. <laughs> uh, lukewarm Churros already tweeted him. Happy summer Friday. Watching with the rest of the Twitch gang in Boise, Idaho. I can see Jody Mack smoking a ear and betting on Paul Revere's horse while he's warning the British are coming. <laughs> Hashtag Target Demo Friday. <laughs> so get more of those coming in. We'll read them in just a second. But first things first. Fingers crossed. Headlines. Here's Emmanuel. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers. Sure, wins would be nice for the Jets this year. How about mentoring Zach Wilson, though? The Jets' number two overall pick in 2021. He was at an all-time low the would last time he played Would you say Aaron Rodgers game. has Zach Wilson locked in a cement basement jail teaching him football? That's very possible. Okay. Actually, more possible than than you think <laughs> it's for an NFL table. quarterback Fair mentor-mentee enough. relationship. Okay. Will they attend the uh, enhanced games? Right. Now the question, can Wilson break free uh, yeah. of the cinder block? <laughs> right. Last time Wilson played a football game, he was getting booed off his home field in late December. And last night, in his first taste of preseason action, as Rodgers' backup, 
Wilson led the team on a pair of field goal drives, uncorked a 57-yard bomb to Malik Taylor on his 24th birthday. Wilson, 3 of 5 for 65 yards in the Jets' loss to the Browns. I'm trying to find my way, and, you know, I feel like this training camp OTAs, I've, I've found what feels comfortable for me, and, you know, it's definitely not perfect, but it's something I'm working at, and, you know, it's... It's a great feeling to, to feel like there's, you know, a good a good path you're going down. And for Rodgers, easy to mentor a young quarterback, maybe entrap him when you're with a new team, Super Bowl expectations, and loving life. It's been a lot of fun just being around these young guys and being around a team that's really hungry, uh, that had some success last year, obviously finished uh, uh, rough, but... Uh, but the pieces are in place. At courtesy of NBC. Other NFL news coming down. Saints and defensive end Cameron Jordan in agreement. Two-year, $27.5 million contract extension. Jordan is the Saints franchise leader in career sacks. Top story this morning. Arizona reportedly in deep discussions to join the Big 12. Unless something crazy happens in the Board of Regents meeting. This is going down. Arizona out of the Pac-12, which would make them the second Pac-12 school to leave for the Big 12 in a week, joining Colorado. Let me tack on here. I don't know if you were about to mention this, and if you were, and I'm jumping in front of you, I apologize, but The Athletic is now reporting that the Oregon-Washington possible exit to the Big 10 actually lost momentum overnight. Okay. There's a Pac-12 meeting this morning, and there is, quote, renewed optimism around it. Okay, so, so maybe I was about Pac- to say that was still up in the air. Yeah. That's a development. Unsettled, but it certainly seemed like the Pac-12 was dying, and it still might, but maybe they're going to get a victory here by keeping Oregon and Washington. Get a life raft. Maybe. Baseball, Mariners surging and finding new heroes, trailing 3-1 of the Angels on the road, two teams fighting to stay in that AL playoff picture. Bases loaded, one out. Rookie Cade Marlowe teed up Angels closer, Carlos Estevez, go-ahead Grand Slam. Mariners top the Angels 5-3 in Anaheim. Yankees edged the Astros 4-3, despite a tough week for the Yanks. They're in the same spot as the Mariners. Only a couple of games out of a playoff spot. Before the game, Anthony Rizzo went on the IL since a late May collision with Fernando Tatis Jr. Rizzo is batting just 172 with one home run. He didn't think anything was wrong, but now on the IL for post-concussion syndrome. Every concussion is different, so you don't feel the initial low but what happens is then your brain starts cascading into these little I mean, scientific terms but and I, I guess that's what happened and you know having waking up feeling the way I kind of describe it is you go to bed sober and you wake up a little hungover so definitely a scary situation for Rizzo something, and the Yanks something very wrong happened there because it went for months over two months and we thought Rizzo was fine because the Yankees said he's completely healthy and it was perplexing because normally you don't go in that long of a slump. A player of his pedigree. Right. Two months of no power, no nothing. He was the worst position player in baseball statistically over those two months. So you, you figured something was wrong, and it took until now for a deeper dive into what was wrong. Yeah, and like sometimes you know, if, if he doesn't say the right thing when he's talking to a trainer or a doctor, nothing, nobody's ears perk up. And sometimes, too, like you almost reverse diagnose things. Like you don't realize you had things, had symptoms until someone says, hey, did this happen or that happen? You go, yeah, that's actually how I was. Right. So it seems odd. And then it's on top of the normal, what's the right word? I mean, brain injuries are just hard to diagnose and understand and they don't have to happen right away. They're not obvious. So a lot of things can go where this doesn't make sense at face value, but it actually does, to a certain extent, make sense. And a lot of people were probably thinking, okay, you tested him initially after the collision. How did you not find it then? But a lot of this, I guess, is symptom-based. So, right. so Rizzo, not until recently, started really feeling the effects of this. And then they tested him again and said, 
cognitive impairment is which, what they're calling it. Which is why there are doctors and whatever that say, like, when a player leaves the game, whether it's NFL or hockey's got, like, this dark room, like, they should just be out of the game at that point because right. they could pass tests there but then develop things later. So they had a brain injury, but we couldn't tell right away, and we put him back into danger. And what was curious about late May is right after that, the Yankees went on a trip out west to Seattle. So flights can also hinder yes. all that stuff. Yep. So Rizzo hopped on that flight with the Yankees, thought he was fine, and you got to think that didn't help the case, him, him flying out to Seattle there, with the team. There should be an automatic rule with, with any type of head injury that you can't play X amount of days. I think it would be it would help the matter. It's not going to completely take care of the matter, but I think it would be a, a, a help, especially for someone like Rizzo who's had neck and back issues. Just sure. a very very interesting situation. Mm-hmm. Also, before Yankees Astros, you can't call it a new home for Justin Verlander. He's just back with a team that he's had tons of success with. Houston was, um, you know, the number one choice for me. The you know, just knowing these guys so well, and um, you know, having a chance to win, um, you know, the familiarity and. Um, you know, had such a great time here. So, yeah, um, you know, that was, uh, yeah, number one choice. Nets traded Verlander back to the Astros just before the trade deadline, but he remains in New York right now to face the Yankees this weekend before his second stint actually living in Houston begins. Cubs stayed hot, 5-3 win over the Reds. Cubs took three out of four, knocked the Reds into second place to the Cubs with their fifth straight series win, only two and a half games out of the NL Central. They decided not to sell. Instead, they bought, so uh, that's paying out right now for Chicago. Giants shut out the Diamondbacks, one nothing. Lamont Wade Jr., fourth inning solo shot. The difference maker, six Giants pitchers, a shutout on a bullpen day. Brewers clobbered the Pirates 14-1. Rookie Sal Freelick, a five RBI day and a three run homer. Twins over the Cardinals, 5 3. Dodgers, 8 A's 2. Julio Arias came back from injury, five shutout innings. Emmanuel, thanks so much. Got Good it. to see you as always, buddy. And uh, we take one more time out when we come back. Epic fail, target demo Friday, and then it's the weekend on the DA show on CBS Sports Radio. It's a Friday fiesta. Here's what our listeners in the target demo are up to. Uh, and what a Target Demo Friday meme it was. Me, D.A., Boyle, Bilotti, and Schwartz says old-school St. Louis Cardinal players with a young Jody Mack umpiring our game. Moist Pork, happy Friday on Twitch in Baltimore. Can you imagine Jody on the Oregon Trail with Captain Jack? Wow, Jody, that cough's getting a bit out of control. Time for you to get off the wagon. Hashtag dysentery. Oh, you're in the black hole? Dixieland Dan down in Redneckland on Twitch Gang. The next place we should send Jody is back to Sparta. Imagine Jody standing next to Leonidas screaming, This is <coughs> Sparta. He was there when Mary and Joseph ate that apple. That's not the story. Probably in Egypt hitting on Cleopatra. Hashtag butt slap boil. And the only reason they're going to Nevada is because of the smoking laws. I guess they'll end up gambling up there. Ostrich Eyes tweeting, Happy Friday from the antiquarian's paradise of Hot Springs, Arkansas. Watching on Twitch. Would love to see Jody Mack as a gangster in the 20s. You'll never catch me, Kappa. See? Hashtag Target Demo Friday. So good. So good. He's the best. Uh, One more Pete says, Pat Young at Hansy 63 Good morning, lads. How fair you? Methinks I will watch this newfangled game baseball on the morrow from Boise whilst observing on Twitch. I must go feed the horses. Hashtag, I was safe, Jody. 
Da, do you like gummy bears? Epic, on ass. epic fail time, Pete. Epic fail, Emmanuel. Truly stunning all of us with a news. Even the DA show is not perfect. We know. Shocking. Here's the epic fail. So a woman escaped from a makeshift quote-unquote dungeon made of cinder blocks in a man's Oregon home, and now the FBI says it's searching for additional victims in other states. Get a load of this! Zubery, who's the assailant, has lived in at least 10 states since 2016. He's been linked to violent assaults in at least four states. And Zubery traveled from his home in Klamath Falls to Seattle, posed as an undercover police officer, then allegedly pointed a taser at the victim, placed her in handcuffs and leg irons, then put her in the backseat of the car. Testing on. Hello. Hello. Testing. Testing. Zubery told the victim she was under arrest, posing as a police officer, then drove back to his Klamath Falls home more than 450 miles away, stopping on the way to, of course, assault her. And the woman did realize with the GPS saying two hours and five minutes to go in the drive. This was this was not a police officer. This was a kidnap attempt. Call your friends, folks. Cinder blocked in the dungeon. The woman escaped out of the dungeon now. But the idea now to figure out who else Zubri has has harmed. So well, that was uplifting. Yeah. <laughs> Very appropriate music for this story. <laughs> Where do we want to begin, guys? But I love sports. Dodgeball was the best. Oh, yeah. Our previous stun to a news this week involved um, manatee orgies and possibly fake bears in a Chinese zoo. Those are more along the lines of stories that we're looking for and stunned, <laughs> not just a mass... <laughs> Sexual assaulter. Just. Yeah, Emmanuel, who gave you that story, huh? <laughs> and I'm the guy that usually every once in a while drops the doom and gloom I'm not, hammer. I'm not going to point fingers, Pat. But this one was a doozy. I gave, I gave him the story. Of course you did. I didn't no, think no, he'd no, actually no. use it. <laughs> a little bit of a, that's, that's a sabotage. sabotage right there. Yeah. This is history! Epic fail, you loser. That is why you fail. Epic fail. We were all just sitting here waiting for the funny part of the story that like, this woman was tortured by CBS Sports Radio minutes playing on a loop, and it, ne- <laughs> <laughs> it never came. Oh, have a great weekend, everybody! Huge thanks to Steelers wide receiver Deontay Johnson and to Matt LePay, the voice of Wisconsin football, for Pete, for Boyle, for Emmanuel, for Carlos with a K. I'm Andrew. The mothership disconnects. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. 
Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.